once again this wonderful Wednesday, last day of the month, which means it's also the last day of our Black Friday specials. Mm-hmm. We're a little bit salesy today. It's because we want to help you. Also, people have been doing fantastic. They're loving it. And this just remember, this is over at midnight tonight Pacific time. So 3 a.m. on the East Coast. So for all the East Coast folks, you got an extra three hours there. If you go to academy.sellyk9training.com, you'll see all the specials, and I'll go through them all in a little bit. But anyway, this is uh, the What Would Jeff Do show. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid K9 Training. This is the lovely Joelle sitting next to me. Thank God for her. This would be a fucking ugly show. And it's a Q&A show. This is, I mean, I've been doing podcasting and radio shows for 13 years, training dogs for 20 300, 300 seminars around the world, so training lots of dogs. Now, the unique part about that is I work with extremely difficult dogs, so I'm not your average dog trainer. So if you watch a lot of our videos, if you see a lot of our stuff. What is this? A lot of things are. Unplug the camera. Hold on, guys. Having a lot of technical difficulties tonight. The camera's not on plug. Hold on. Um, I gotta switch cameras. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Guys, we're, we're going to figure this out. <laughs> we're going to figure this out together. Oh, oh. That's one, but now we're that's on your laptop, though. On my laptop. Well, that's all we got. So Weird. Yeah. Something. This looks so off now. Something's uh, something's going on with... Um, so, wait a minute. Talk for a minute. I got to do another technical thing. Okay. So today is the last uh, day for the Black Friday sale. Uh, we extended it a couple of days. I think it was originally supposed to end on Monday. Um, and people are rocking and rolling, cruising along with their training. Everybody's doing great. Mark said, what time in your country here in the Philippines? It's 6 a.m. It's 5 p.m. here, Mark. So we are on opposite time schedules. So you've got until you've got uh, seven hours, seven hours, Mark, 6 a.m. there. So you've got until uh, 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 one o'clock in your in your afternoon. All right. Um, so I just remember not to touch this. Okay. Um, so what we wanted to also share is a lot of the questions that will be asked are how do you, how do you stop? How do you stop? How do you stop? You'll notice that. Number one, this Q and A show is designed for folks that like need help stopping things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's relatively simple to do obedience. Um, if you don't know how to, we've got something called Green to Graduate, which is a great program. Don't hire a trainer for $197. Plus on sale right now, you can fully, you can fully, um, fully off leash train your dog, and um, you probably don't need to hire a dog trainer. Uh, you can also do an online consult with us for any troubleshooting. You can chime into the show for any troubleshooting. Most of the people that ask questions here, they need a pretty extensive answer. But the cool thing is, is we've got um, some really, really great programs. If you're a Patreon member, which is $10 a month, we have, we have, we have, we have, we have oh, geez, different camera. We have um, a Patreon group um, that you can help. Also, we just started doing an Instagram subscriber channel. And if you go to our Instagram channel, it's brand new, go to our Instagram channel. And if you go into our stories, you can join right from our stories. 
Well, there's another way to join. Like, we can put up a link or something. No, you just for, do, need for, to do it on our page. You think we can do it, like, through the through a link or something to join? No, because they're on Facebook. How are they going to do it right. on Instagram? Right. Everybody has the Instagram app. Yeah. So just go to your Instagram app. You go to our page. You click subscribe. Yeah, subscribe to the subscriptions. All right. So let's get right into the... Um, comments there aren't any yet there's not because we fucked up so much on the intro to the show okay this is an audience participation show you guys gotta ask ask questions mm-hmm. um let's see we got uh i'm gonna post the link to our affiliate program mm. if you guys want to become an affiliate and if you love our programs and want to refer people you can make money by joining our affiliate program okay. yeah. So Mark wants to know, just asking um, now, what is the difference between assessment and training and dog training? Oh, huge, huge thing. Well, I, I don't know what other people call it. An assessment is observation. You know, we Ironically, we don't do assessments of dogs. Like, just tell us what's wrong with your dog because we do board and trains. So, and what we'll know by, we'll, we'll, we'll know by just looking at your dog and watch, observing your dog what the problem is once we start working your dog. Because a lot of times owners don't know how to properly assess. A lot of times... Trainers don't know how to properly assess. Um, I also don't think it's fair to assess the dog prior to training. Now, you can also be doing constant assessments one week in. You'd be like, okay, how are things going? So training is actual physical training. Assessment is literally hands-off. Now, sometimes you can do assessment with hands-on, meaning how does your dog respond to um, it doesn't have food drive? What happens when you correct your dog? What does it do? Does it redirect on you? Um you know, is your dog stubborn, yada, yada, yada. But an assessment is, I mean, it, 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 it's, like put it this way, your dog doesn't get rehabbed in aggression or learn any obedience command by being assessed. True that. So, and then there's all kinds of different types of training. So 90% of the trainers in the U.S. don't do behavior mod. They actually don't modify the behavior of your dog. They do obedience work, which is fine. And they should stick to that and they should not say they do more than that because they're lying to you. And then out of that 10% that do behavior mod, even smaller percentage do aggression rehab. So actual dog trainers that do true aggression rehab with true aggressive dogs is very small percentage of dog trainers out there. And the thing is, we, we do puppy training and we do hardcore aggression rehab. Dogs that kill other dogs, dogs that put people in the hospital. We do, we do um, the rehabbing of those dogs as well. So, and then there's also behavior mod. Behavior mod is like, like everybody needs it. Dog, dog rushes the front door. Um, people are like, oh, well, teach it to sit. It's like, no, teach it to shut up. We just did a, I did a, a council right before this. You heard part of it. Um, and it's just like, someone was like, I watched some of your videos, Jeff, and just found you and you just made sense. It's like, I know that this ironically, you just literally watched the video and you immediately booked a consult and the same people watch the video and go, this guy's an asshole mm-hmm. and never watch me again. Well, I shouldn't say that. They usually do come back around <laughs> when they, yeah. when they realize this asshole actually knows what he's talking about. True. So next. Um, Megan, what course do you suggest that shows how to structure your day with your dog? Well, I think green, okay, green, green to graduate. We push green to graduate on everybody, and, and we're not pushing it on you. I mean, it's like buy it or I'll shoot. Buy it or I'll shoot you, or I'll run over your foot. Um, I, 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 the green to graduate is your baseline. So once your dog has a good baseline, for instance, you let's see um, how to structure your day with your dog. Okay, so right now we're doing a podcast. 
but I also had online meetings. Joel also was doing social media earlier. Um, you could be working from home. So what should your dogs be doing? Well, our dogs, ironically, I lost my camera, so I can't turn my camera around. But we've got Odin, who is here for um, boarding training. He's been featured a lot on stories. Actually, for all those people that are subscribers of ours, watch those stories. We're showing behind-the-scenes stuff of how we're working with them. Um, and then I've got Tex, my dog, and then Joelle, um, her dog. They're all lying down. They're not tired, but they're all lying down pretty much asleep. Why? We're at our desk doing our work. Like, what else would they be doing? That's the way we look at it. It's like they shouldn't be, like, wandering around the house. That serves no purpose. So how did we get there? Green to graduate. Now, once your dog has a set of skills, it's easier then for you to um, – I keep looking at that camera. It's easier for them for you to, you know, arrange your day, arrange your day. So – but the green to graduate is probably going to help you the most. Yeah, for sure. Next. Um Jessica, do you always correct dog-to-dog -dog corrections or do you allow appropriate corrections? For example, staring down a dog who's about to steal his Frisbee, correct or allow? Who's staring? Okay, so so you always want to be fair. Sounds like her dog is staring down another dog who's about to steal its Frisbee. I would correct the potential Frisbee stealer. That's yeah. why I correct. So in other words, if your dog is, when it comes to toys, food or a bone say and another dog approaches the dog that's using those things or eating those things and your dog happens to growl like get that frank sinatra away from my food i wouldn't correct my dog for that but which part of animal communication hopefully that dog understands and doesn't understand because that other dog, dog doesn't understand to get out of that dog's space we would correct the other dog for not understanding. So someone's got to correct the dog because we don't want, you don't want your dog to correct that dog. Now, if your dog knows how to fairly correct the other dog, that's fine. That's fine. I have no problem with that at all. As long as it doesn't actually increase. But if the other dog doesn't get the message, you probably don't want your dog to overcorrect because then that's how you have dog fights. Mm -hmm. So you want to advocate for both dogs. But I'm not against like people are like, like, should you stop all growling? Context. It's like when I play tug with my dogs, I let them growl. When dogs play tug with each other, they growl. When my dogs, you know, uh, play fight, well, I'm down to one right now, so they don't, you know, play fight. But when they did, they can growl. They can bark at each other. They can bite each other's necks. They're playing. Just rough play. But I have a rule. You have to be able to stop it literally on a dime. Next. Uh, sky's the limit. Thoughts on using e-collar to stop front window barking in a 13-year-old small breed dog. Yep. No major health problems. Owners yep. don't do much other than training other training otherwise. Yep. Uh, or is it kinder to not at his age? Thank you. Kinder? Kinder. I mean, what do you mean kinder? So, to not correct the dog. So you tell me. If you want the behavior to stop, you have, to, you have two options. Correct or not correct. So if you don't correct, you reward. Let me tell you a story. There's a dog next door. Okay. His name is Squirt. He's a 10 pound Chewini. He's been barking for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Nonstop. Barks at everything that moves, everything that doesn't move, everything that moves again. Literally doesn't stop. 
last Thanksgiving, barked the whole Thanksgiving. Barks in the yard, barks, just barks. So I said to them, do you want me to stop this? And they're like, yes, please. And I normally don't train like a neighbor's dog. Like, I don't want that to, to mix business with like, you know, we're actually become friends with them. So I said, okay, order a shock collar. By the way, when I say the word shock collar, remote collar, e-collar, shock collar in 2022, when we're talking about Dogtra, Garmin, um, and e-collar technologies, they're all the same thing. A lot of trainers will say there's a difference. No, there's not. In 2022, if you if I call it a shock collar and you call it a remote collar, and it's literally the, the same, the same thing. Okay. I can call this Nancy. I can call it Fred. Why? Because I want to be, you know, get my pronouns, you know, fair, right? So I got him one. I fitted it on the dog, knocked on the door, dog barked, corrected the dog. Dog stopped barking. Now, Angelo and I went over there for Thanksgiving. Joel had to run up to New England. We were there for about two hours. Guess what? This was, this was 12 hours after being introduced to the collar. That dog didn't bark all day. The dog outside now, which was nonstop, it literally didn't stop barking doesn't bark, and it's not being corrected. Now, here's something really funny. This little dog, who they haven't done much training with, which is fine. They wanted a little lap dog, and it's, it's been fine for them. It has a habit of hiding underneath trailers and their boats when it's time to come in. So now all the owner has to do is say, squirt here. If the dog doesn't come back, guess what? Activates the collar. Dog comes flying in the house. What do you know? I can't tell you how many times I've seen them chase their dog around since we moved in. Like, put it this way, hundreds of times mm -hmm. since we moved in. They've never been able to do that. So, it, it, number one, it's 10 years old, so it's very well-practiced behavior. To me, their quality of life, and they've told me this, their quality of life has dramatically improved. Dramatically. Literally, I gave them a piece of equipment, Five seconds, five minutes of training, and their life is complete. To, their, to, to what they want. They don't want a fully off-leash trained dog. They just want a dog that shuts up. Next. Matt's just got the green to graduate program and loving it. I always feel like there's something to drill, and I always feel like I'm never doing enough. How much training is too much per day for a seven-month-old Australian cattle dog? Uh, and what to do, if anything, when not training? When you're not training the dog, well, you are always training the dog. Like right now, to, our, my, to my right, as I said earlier, I, there's three dogs doing nothing. Now, they're theoretically not doing nothing. They're lying down being calm. So most people would look at them and like, oh, they're tired. I'm like, no, they're not. Oh, they're bored. No, they're not. Oh, they're shut down. No, they're not. What should they do while we are doing a podcast? trying to help everybody around the world with a wealth of knowledge and answer your questions. They should just lie down and do nothing. Should they have a bone? No, they can, but why? Should they have like a, a, a mind game, you know, to keep their mind, a brain game? No, why? How about just lying down and doing nothing? 
You know what Angelo did after school today while I was on a podcast before we went for a bike ride and before his friend came home from school today? He sat down in a couch and he listened to music. Right? So what should you do, Ange, when you're not journaling, drawing, swimming, doing your homework, and you're not playing with your friends? I think I'm just going to hang out and sit on this chair and listen to music. Right? I mean, that's not such a bad option. As far as how much training should you do? Well, how much time do you have? Can you do four 20-minute sessions a day? Can you do at least two walks a day? Can you run the dog around the backyard or, or do a high drive, do, do some drivey stuff? So you want to do a combination of physical exercise that's going to exert them, some um, obedience work, and some duration work. You want a nice, healthy mix. And then you also want to stop unwanted behaviors. Also, at this age, be on the lookout. Just be on the lookout for like some really, really dangerous um, um, stuff creeping up. So some things might start out as cute, nine months, 10 months old. They're not so cute anymore. Next. Um, let's see. Mark, in my country, I see trainer vlogger who can't define or see what type of aggression the dog was when uploading their training. So some people are misinformed. Also, fearful one, I see compulsive one. Well, we have to be careful about putting labels on aggression. Is there a difference between um, me stepping on a dog's tail that is sleeping and it all of a sudden waking up and turning and nipping at me or biting me from a dog that literally jumps over the fence of its yard as I'm walking down the street and attacks me? Yes, there's a difference. But we have to be careful about my dog has got fear aggression. A lot of times I just call it aggression. The reason is, is because when we put labels on certain behaviors, we limit ourselves psychologically to how we're going to fix it. So if someone says my dog has fear aggression and I'm saying, okay, great, go to our website, get all our information, you know, explain what we do. It's like, oh, I can't correct my dog. I can't use an electronic collar on my dog. It's already afraid. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. If you don't want to, don't, you can't hire us, but you have to correct it meaningful in some way because your dog's going to end up on death row or put down if it keeps biting. So aggression is aggression. Next. Yee, the prong collar is like magic. Thank you. I don't have to pull it hard. No, you don't. I mean, on some dogs, you do. You know, that's another thing that we don't hide from. We don't hide from, you know, don't shop, adopt. I think that's the biggest bunch of fucking bullshit in the world. You should be able to acquire a dog any way you want to. If you can purchase it from a shelter, purchase it from a rescue, or purchase it from a breeder, it's still a purchase. It's a financial transaction. You can also find one on the side of the road that nobody claimed, and you got yourself a free dog. We don't like the don't train with pain. Why? We work with some dangerous dogs. There's a time and a place. If you come after me and try to bite me, I assure you there's going to be large amounts of discomfort brought upon your world. Not in an abusive way, 
in a highly well-practiced way over the last 20 years that is very, very effective. But I assure you, it's not going to feel good to you, dog. Why? You're trying to harm me. You're going after my kid. You're going after my dog. So it's like there is a time and a place to train with pain. There's a time and a place to train with fear. So all these social media slogans and all this shit on T-shirts, okay, it's fucking bullshit. Hashtag this, hashtag that. And don't worry, guys. Hashtag Jeff is an asshole has already been taken, so don't think about it. Next. Marsha, my dog reacts to dogs coming near the car. She used to react to all dogs. Mm. Now she's selective. Mm -hmm. Example, we were working HRD in a chain-linked enclosed area, mm -hmm. and a dog working tracking walked by. Mm -hmm. She charged at it. Mm -hmm. She did come to me and kept walking, kept working when I called her, but I do not know how to correct this. Okay. Perfect example. Shot collar on your dog. Set, set it up again. Have a friend walk by with their dog. Let your dog rush the fence. Say no calmly and at the highest level, hold that button down. For how long? I say 10 seconds. Most people will piss their pants. The way I look at it is this. Do you want to stop it, manage it, nag it? Now, it's nice that your dog recalled. Sounds like you've got a pretty good recall built in. That's good. But wouldn't it be better if we also had a don't charge the fence built in, don't bark at other dogs built in. Also, it's going to, it's going to, let me, let me give you another good example. Odin, the dog that's with us now, he belongs to a trainer, which, um, and he's the, the trainer who's actually a good trainer. Mm, actually, very. He actually does really good, very. but he's having a hard time with his dog on leash reactivity, which is not uncommon. Many trainers bring their dogs to us. They don't usually share their story because they're a little bit embarrassed, but, but which is fine. But the point is, he's having a hard time with leash reactivity. Sees a dog, goes nuts. It's a, uh, it's a shepherd husky mix, so it's a good-sized dog. Um, so what did I do on day one? On day one, it's already trained. So I ran that dog through a bunch of drills, obedience drills, very fast and brought the dog above threshold, above threshold. That's another slogan you keep hearing. Don't bring the dog off threshold. It's so funny as we were watching 1833 last night, mm. talking about like seeing like the people like trailblazing and then talking about Elsa said this wonderful thing. And I'd like to go back and I'd like to, I'd like to write it down mm. about how mother nature, how cruel mother nature is. Yeah. It's true. It doesn't, you know, the, the, the river doesn't care about you drowning. The wild animal doesn't care about attacking you. You know, she actually said the wolf doesn't care about your dreams. Right. If I recall. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm, sure that, I'm sure that one connected with you. It's like, the wolf doesn't care that I want to move to Greece. Oh, what an uncaring wolf. Do you guys see what I have to deal with? Do you want me to punch him on camera? Give me the top chat and I'll punch him on what camera. What are you fucking nuts? <laughs> 50 bucks Jeff gets slugged okay so what I'm saying is we work the dogs above threshold because mother nature doesn't care about thresholds okay can you text Angela and tell him to get home I thought he was on the couch he's not here no oh yeah oh is that his friends I'll text them right now you can text from there yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so 
it's important that folks understand. So I ran the dog through all these, like literally to confuse the dog. Uh, by the way, I show it on our um, subscriptions on Instagram stories. And then we're like, let's go for a walk. Went for a walk. Dog already has a good heel. Clean that up a little bit. We passed um, these three barking dogs that are at the end of the fence. Only one of them was out. This huge German Shepherd. It run, runs across the yard, runs up to the fence and barks its head off. It's a chain link fence 10 feet from us. The first sign of loading, and I show this on video, it's on the uh, subscription. I gave the dog a, a no with a correction. The dog walked perfectly. Last night was, a, we, we came like within, I don't know, 10 feet pitch black of this huge, Oh my God, that thing huge, was, I've never heard such a noise. Dog lunging Screaming. at us, being restrained by its owner. Huge Screaming. dog. Like, thank God he had a good grip on this dog because we would have had a big dog fight. Our two dogs are off leash. Odin's on a leash. Odin actually, before I can even get a word out, immediately moved away from my left side to my right side to avoid the correction. That's another theory out there. I keep looking at that camera. That's another theory out there. Turn the camera down. That's another theory out there. Avoid the speeding ticket. Avoid being arrested. Don't do the crime. Don't speed. Don't text and drive. So, next. You told him to get home before dark, right? Oh, yeah. He's not even answering my text. He's probably in the middle. Oh, no. He just said, okay. Yeah. Um, I love it. He's being raised the way we were. Down the street, probably barefoot. <laughs> Come home before dark. Yeah. He's probably That's not good. considering this dark, though. So, yeah. All right, let's see. It looks dark from in here, but outside it feels it, dark. Yeah, outside it's not that dark. Yeah. Um, let's see. Troc, I tried e-collar recall training with my seven and a half month old. I started using the prong, repeated Lucy here, popping the collar over and over mm -hmm. and having her come toward me, mm -hmm. using the leash as a guide, and mm -hmm. she did great. Mm -hmm. Next, I found my dog's working level on her e-collar. When I tried to use the e-collar and said Lucy here, she wouldn't even look at me. Right. Do you have any advice on what I'm doing wrong? Yeah, tons of advice. Get our green, get, get our green to graduate program. The reason why is because it'll take me longer to explain it on this podcast. We don't have enough time. We have a very specific way. It's a four-step way on how we train remote collar training. Remote collar training is not just hitting a button for obedience. Now, for what I described before, it's hitting a button. But for obedience, we, we do something called priming, CS, NCS, and then correction. And it's actually each step takes time. Also, um, does your dog truly understand recall? Or right. Is your dog waiting for you to pop that leash right because there's a difference if the dog's constantly waiting for that leash guidance she might not actually know what the word here correct means correct you might have to do more reps right and you want to move up to correctional where you say lucy here she doesn't come no then you give a very firm leash pop you want to give her uh, the chance right. to do it and then give her the correction right. if she blows you yeah. off so we the way we train recall is we train it off remote first make sure the dog is understands it and it gets, gets up to correction level like she mentioned then we layer then we layer the remote collar over it but we do it a very specific way you actually have to teach you're teaching your dog a foreign language and we break it all down i'm going to post the links to um green, green to graduate and right now Literally it's we show you step by step it's on sale it's 197 normally it's on sale for like 125 percent off that so it's like 148 or something like that it's, it comes it's, to like it's, 147 it's so incredible it'll it's change your life course. it'll change your life here here we go hold on well here here we go
Again, I'm going to lure. Watch this. Watch Good. the this. Down. Yeah, Tucker Good. didn't have a recall. Tucker here. Exactly. He didn't have Good any job. commitment. Even it was Down. name. He's out of control. He was fully off these trained in 11 days. Does this one Turn around and recall? come back towards yeah. us. Watch this recall. Yeah. Bomb-proof recall. Tucker, here! Here we go. That's my boy. Here he comes. Boom. Here? Quiet. There we go. That's my boy. Thanks, Angelo. Thanks, Angelo. I told him to put on the Christmas lights. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Put on the Christmas so, lights. thanks, Ange. Did you have a good time? Mm -hmm. Good. All right. So, in order to get that recall, though, it was a four-step thing. So, that song was loose on 180 acres, and that was the beginning of the walk. And then we walked, I don't know, probably an hour that day. Mm -hmm. And we probably, so we waited. And then we proofed it by waiting until he was like running running with the other dogs away from us. Boom, call him back. So he started sniffing some deer scent or some coyote scent. Boom, called him back. So we started proofing and proofing and proofing it. But where did it all start? It started just like you you started on a long line. But there's an, there's an absolute sequence to doing it. Next. Yeah. Constance, hi Jeff and Joelle. Hi Constance, hey, working Constance, leash training. Tucker sits in the pen with his leash on during the video. Same with the puppy course. But as soon as I close the crate door to work on the steps, uh, the dogs both just want to chew on the leash. How do I stop this? Not to the e-collar phase of the training yet. Bonking the kennel doesn't make it stop. You can still use the remote collar for chewing on the leash. Or if they're wearing their prongs, you can just give them yeah. a pop. Yep. Say no, mark yep. it, pop that prong collar. Yep. Because that is not good if they ingest a leash. Nope. They can, they can go through a leash in a split second. So what you do is you make it suck to chew on leashes. Yeah. Next. Sunshine Canine, episode 900. Woop, woop. Been watching since 462. Look at that. She kept track, Lindsay. I love it. Yep. So yep. appreciate you, Jeff. Not only did you keep my dog alive by teaching me how to appropriately correct his dangerous behavior, but you also gave me the confidence to pursue my dream of helping people through their dogs. What an incredible few years it's been. Love y'all so fucking much. Love you, too. Damn, that was F-bomb worthy right there. So, love it. So it's funny how many... I love Lindsay. It's funny how many careers i've started in 20 years and Lindsay always is appreciative of you yeah like she has not yeah not it's like... funny and if you're at a point now in your life where you don't like me um always remember where you came from and always remember that hate is not good to have inside of you so you don't have to agree with anything I say, but always remember where you came from. I can't tell you how many people, because they've gone to our seminars, mm -hmm. they've literally gotten divorced. I think we've had over 20 people gotten divorced and they're living a better life now. So you make it sound like, One, go to our seminars, we'll get a divorce. Well, when you, when you empower well, most of our clients, it's a good thing. Yeah. When, when you empower a human being and you find out what's holding you back from happiness, they figured out a toxic partner. Yeah. How many careers that we have started? Probably thousands of dog trainers. Well, you, I don't know about me. No, but you. No, no, but you empower a lot of, a lot of people, especially females. You know, I, I mean, most of my audience is female, but I mean, you are well looked up to hmm. next. That was nice, Jeff. Cynthia, are you still gonna punch me? maybe, <laughs> maybe you've, you've pissed me off a couple times today. <laughs> Cynthia. Likewise. So we're even. So there's no punching. <laughs> How do you use e-collar to stop a prong collar when walking? I have an e-collar and want to figure out the best way to use it to train walking. So again, 
the Green to Graduate program breaks it down step by step because it's not as easy as pushing a button. Uh, and, and, and the reason why I'm going to say that is because it is going to be the best $150 you've ever spent. This is the last night to get it on sale. Keep that in mind. It's going to be the best $150. It's like you will have the best walk. Like your dog will be doing stuff that you might not have even thought that you could do. Right. Like, you know, you can watch. Okay, I'll tell you what. Tomorrow I'll get Angelo to, to do it again. You know, I'll have Angelo walking this boarding train dog tomorrow down the street. Like that's the why this dog weighs twice as what Angelo does. That's the walk you're going to get. And I don't care how much your dog pulls. I don't care how reactive your dog is. I don't care what your dog's behavior is. You can have a fantastic walk. Yeah. Next. Marsha. Okay. So I've been nagging it. Uh, yeah. This should be over by now. Thanks yeah. so much. Yeah. Don't worry about it, Marsha. A lot of people like just need permission. Angela, will you turn on that light above your head? Hey, Ange. The light above your head. Yes. Oh, okay. Why? Because I was sitting in the dark. Oh. I was doing this, this thing. Yep. Okay. Let's see. Oh, my God. Somebody actually did it. Are you deal. fucking? <laughs> <laughs> it's Lil' Kashi. <laughs> fucking serious. Okay. <laughs> we'll do five. Ten bucks for every slap. Thanks, Lakahi. You're the best. Thanks, Always sister. coming through. Great. <laughs> Great. Why? <laughs> Great. That's awesome. Right. Glad you didn't say how much to put a knife through his eye. Right. I said I'd punch you. $75. I'll punch you later. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Damn. So Good Promise. evening, JJ. Hope your legs are less sore, Joel. I did legs at the gym today. So I do legs every day. Mm. They're never really like not sore. Yeah. But I'm hanging in there. Thanks, Great. Sid. Thanks, Sid. Um, Kim, where do I go to get it? I just posted the link. Make sure though, guys, when you go to buy the program, you put in the code, which I will also post. I just need to copy and paste it really quick. Uh, right here. That's right. If you go to the Academy, the code's right there, by the way. So for all the people on the podcast, all the people listening on the podcast, they don't, they're not going to see all these links. Just go to academy.solidcanitraining.com. Yeah, it's right on the front page. And it's right on the front page. All right. And then also don't forget for all the Patreon members. If you're a member of Patreon, you get an extra 20% off. I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. So that's $10 a month. Next. 10 bucks. Um, That's it right now. Because you haven't ranted tonight at all. We want me to rant. Get all my ranting out in the morning. Well, now you're not ranting enough on this show. Well, what do you want me to rant about? I don't know. I feel like there was one thing we both really wanted to talk about. And then we're like, ooh, we'll talk about that on the podcast. How you consider punching me foreplay? Yeah, that's it. You want to discuss that? And I got paid for it tonight. Right. <laughs> Great. Damn. I'm going to take myself out to dinner. <laughs> uh, Harry, hey, guys. Just wondering what e-collar you'd recommend for a lab. I live in Ireland. Not sure if it's too far for postage to buy one from you. You can't buy them here. So, really? You can't buy them at all? So we don't ship to um, out of the U.S., but you can get a mini educator. I would go on to ecollar.com. That's crazy. Ecollar.com and contact them and get a mini educator. All right? And then... You like, will Amazon not even ship them there? They might. They might. But they, but ecollar, but ecollar Technologies will know who has them over... So if you're in Ireland and, and if you can get it anywhere in Europe, any of the European countries... 
that, that are that they allow them, you know, you, you you'll be able to get it. You know. Tony, my Mal Dutch responds to the e-caller with the bell, no problem. I don't have to use the shock. Yeah, but make sure you um there's so a lot of dogs respond to to tone, but it's always good to um and vibrate as well, but it's always good to teach the dog on shock because there's always gonna be something out there that keep in mind training fails. Training fails. I don't care how well a dog is trained, training always will fail at some points. And the best example is Google or on YouTube, search for competition dog fails. Competition dog fails. There's always, there's always um, a dog that makes a silly mistake. So jump over the jump, grab the, grab, grab the dumbbell, jump back over the jump, run over to the handler in front. That dog has probably practiced that thousands of times. Mm-hmm. But for some reason in the competition, didn't even come close. I once saw a video of a, you you're sending your, your bike dog to the decoy. So you're probably about 100 feet away. The hand, the, you're 100, you, and the, you and the decoy are 100 feet away. And then in the middle of you, but off the way off to the side is the judge with a clipboard. And you send your dog and the dog runs towards the decoy and you know, and then, you know, usually bites the arm sleeve. This dog went right for the judge, right for the judge. Ironically, the decoy ran as fast as he could and stuck his arm out at the last minute while the dog was in the air, caught the dog, meaning we catch the dog, like the dog bites the, the thing. Probably save that, that, that judge's, you know, possible life or face or arm or whatever. So it's like, do you know how many times that dog has probably been sent off to a decoy how many thousands of hours of training that dog has had, mm-hmm. but it made a mistake. Also, your dog could be out in the wilderness. Deer, boom. Coyote, boom. Dogs, yeah. dogs, dogs blow through training, even the best training. Sure do. Next. Constance, working to stop barking at the doorbell. The other night, my husband went out and rang it, and the house went silent. I heard the ding, intense, waiting for the onslaught of barking, and then felt my whole body relax when nothing happened. It was amazing. He worked to the e-collar while I was at work and caught me by surprise how fast he stopped yep. it. Yep. One day, thanks to your training, one and done, amazing. Right. Woohoo! Incredible. Isn't that such a good feeling? Yep. It's the good best job. thing in the world. Next. Amazing. Tony said, I'm not saying she is perfect, but she responds well with it. Oh, no, no, no dog. See, see, no dog is perfect. I do. I wasn't saying she is perfect. I'm saying that's the importance of training with shock. That's the importance of training with shock because, because the, the, the vibrate and tone do not increase. So dogs blow through also the highest levels of shock. There's many dogs that blow through it. A dog in drive, you get a you get a you get a male, a duchy, a lab, a German Shepherd, a Doberman, a Roddy. You get any of your your your, your um, herding dogs. Like they will blow. I mean, dogs go through underground fencing to get a ball. Yep. Really, to get a ball. And they know they're going to get shocked because they do it more often. Let's say a ball went away. Let's say a ball crossed your threshold of your underground fence, and the dog is like, "Fuck." Somebody is shocked. But guess what? I really want that ball. Okay. Wes has run through cattle wire. Runs, ball. runs through the fence, screams its head off, grabs the ball, runs back through, screams its head off. Yep. Guess what? It does it once a week. Yep. 
it knows it's going to be a shock, but why it wants that ball so much. So, like, how do we get on our, the our, our dogs? Our dogs respond with no remote color. Yeah. Our dogs respond with no food. Our dogs respond to training very, very well. But can you make it better? Can you make it safer? Can you make it more predictable? Can you make it closer to 100%? The utilization of a remote collar is a fantastic, fantastic tool and with no disclaimers. In other words, someone will say, my dog has got good recall. This isn't up to you, Tony and all. My dog has got re good recall. And I'm like, oh, so you can go backpacking with your dog off leash? Oh, no, 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 no. Not in that environment. Oh, so you can... Go to the local park off leash? No, 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 no. There's too many distractions. Oh, so where does it know a good recall? Oh, in class. Or when there was nobody at the park at all. I'm like, okay. So with remote proper remote power training, you don't have to have all these disclaimers to things. Next. Uh, Jan said, we own a sport dog. I've heard you say they run hot. Do you have any idea what the comparable level would be for the ones you use? Well, we have dogs that freak out on level one on a sport dog where their working level, their correction level on a, um, to the same reaction on a e-collar technology might be a 30 or a 40. But sport dogs are absolutely well-made, are a good brand. But the way we train which doesn't mean if people train on a sport dog, they're doing it wrong or bad, but just the way we train on remote collars, it doesn't fit into our training protocol. Now, once the dog is trained, a sport dog would be a fantastic collar because you're only correcting the dog. Mm -hmm. Like the dog already knows everything. It's all the continuous level stim that yeah. we do where yeah. like if we kept that pressure that amount of pressure on for an extended right. period of time it would just be too much for the dog right but if you're just nicking for a correction what are you laughing at <laughs> oh mm -hmm. i'll give him one for you said uh constant said it's eight dogs in one day people damn oh. constance what is she talking about she's got eight dogs that she's training yeah constance is busy good for you yep oh shit i skipped one uh lita I have a senior female and a one-year-old female. They mm. will fight. Oh, yeah. We have to rotate them at this time. Do you have any recommendations on how to get them past this? Oh, yeah. Tons. Tons. Yeah. In-house in -house, uh, dog fights, especially if they're both female. But in-house dog fights, the highest rate of failure for dog trainers. It's the most challenging thing to do. I highly recommend. I mean, you're not going to get the answer on this show because it's too involved. It's too involved. Do a one-on-one -on -one with me. Um, if you want to go to one-on-ones, you can go to the Academy. You can get one-on-ones there. If you're a Patreon member, you get your 20% off. Um, but I do a ton of one-on-ones from, with people around the world because we can talk face-to-face, voice-to-voice. And I, there's so many questions I have for you. So many, and it's just not going to happen on this podcast. Next. Um, let's see. Sid said a smack from the drill sergeant for Jeff. Yep. Sunshine Canine. I remember the episode because in the very beginning, Jeff majorly turned me off when he told me my aggressive dog shouldn't meet people. LOL. I didn't like being called on my shit. So glad he did. Yeah. It's like uh, there's so much lying and unethical behavior in this industry. There's so much sugarcoating in this industry. Sometimes trainers 
a lot of times trainers are saying what they think the owner wants to hear instead of what the owner needs to hear. Then you've got the issue of the delivery on the words that have lack empathy, compassion, and professionalism. And it's important as a dog trainer to understand you are in the human business and it's your job to train the human, to work with a human. The dog stuff is a given, but it's not your dog, it's the human's dog. Therefore, no matter how good of a dog, dog trainer you are, how good of a human trainer and a coach and an empowerer are you? And that is what is important in this industry. That is what is important in this industry. So people saying, how can I be a successful dog trainer? And I'm, my first response is, be really good with people. Be really good with people. Everything else could be taught. But I think there's some people that are just not good with people. And maybe, now you can still be a dog trainer at say a facility and not do your go homes, not do work with the public, but still train the dogs. And some people probably prefer that. They're like, I don't want to meet people. I don't want to talk to people. I just want to train dogs all day. Awesome. Awesome. Like we could probably use that, you know, but doing the go home and doing the empowerment of the training of the human, that's the most important thing. Next. Um, let's see. Harry said, just wondering, is it called a mini educator ET 300 e-collar? Yes. I found one on that website. You said that I think we'll actually post here. Thanks so much as yep. always. Yep. Awesome. Yep. That is the one. Lita said, thanks. Lisa said, if I'm a Patreon member, how do I put in a code for the 20% off? Yep. You just contacts for all the Patreon folks that are using the code for the special Black Friday sale. What you do is you just message us afterward and you say, hey, can I get my Patreon discount? And I'll be like, yeah, absolutely. And it just takes me five, min five minutes or whatever. I got to verify that you are a Patreon member um, uh, 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 in, you know, Fortunately, no one's been unethical because our audience seems to be run on the high ethics scale. It's true. Um, um, uh, and the high emotional intelligence and um, the non-wokeness scale. Yeah. Um, uh, which, because we filter those folks out by my freaking mouth. Um, Ain't that the truth. Next. <laughs> Sue, Joelle, do you like 1883 as much as Yellowstone? I loved 1883. And the other prequel, 1923, yes. is starting soon. I think I'll start Yellowstone after that. Sue, I love Yellowstone because I'm in love with Rip. Yeah. Let's just face it. Yeah. Every woman in America, I think, is in love with yeah, Rip Wheeler. Yeah, true. I watch it for him. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And once you see that show, you'll understand why. Yeah. But to answer the question. I love Yellowstone more. It's so good. I think I think watching Yellowstone first and then 18, 1833 second makes sense. Yeah, agreed. I think it makes sense. Mm -hmm. People would be like, oh, no, no, no. I want to watch how it started. And I'm like, you know what? I think you appreciate 1833 even more mm -hmm. when you've seen the struggles that Yellowstone is having. Yeah. You know? And then it makes sense why John is like... The so way the way he is passionate yeah. about that right and yeah. this is what this thing about 18 you know we talk about this all the time so funny we never ever even watch tv and yeah, this is <laughs> see Lindsay said yes joelle rip is the man we all want <laughs> it's, it's, so it's so true, true. <laughs> it's so true it's so true it's so true um 
this this is the thing. It's like it's so important that that folks really like with all this fucking pronoun shit and all this fucking woke shit and all this like, you know, oh my God, you're like trigger words and safe rooms and all this bullshit. And it's like, have you ever dealt with anything difficult in your life? Mm. Like, have you ever been challenged in your life mentally or physically? I know that show. Like, it's like, I, I, everyone needs a good history lesson. It's like, I, a refresher. I was a hardcore backpacker and I've got so many survival stories for you. Cause I used to backpack by myself, which you're not supposed to, you shouldn't do the way the places I went. I'd be on the, I'd be out for two to three weeks at a time. I remember I was out in um, the mountains of Nevada or maybe it was Utah and um, whichever mountain has that plane that crashed in the side of it. That's still there. It's a small, smaller plane. And I ran out of water. The water sources had dried up. That's not good. And it's like, so I pissed in a bottle just in case. Oh my God. Ew. The point being is like, I've slept in tents and there were bear outside. I've slept in tents with mountain lions outside. And that doesn't mean I'm like, you know, this macho guy. What I'm saying is it's like, do you think all this freaking bullshit that's going on matters? <laughs> Even Lokahi loves Rip. Yes. Mike is our neighbor too. <laughs> Me and his wife were talking about Rip, and then uh, Aaron's like, "You love Rip. I want to be Rip. <laughs> Even the men love Rip. <laughs> it's true. He's such a badass." Yep. Uh, Katie said, "Let's see. Uh, tips on training place with a foster dogs. He's recently started peeing in the crate. He didn't before. I think it's because of anxiety. Could be. He's mainly focused on food in my hands. Could be excitement. When is he peeing? Is he peeing when he's left alone? Obviously, when he's when he's alone." Well, it's like two different questions because she's saying tips on training place. He's mainly focused on food in my hands. So I'm assuming that's when she's training place. So and the peeing is a separate so issue. So the food shouldn't be in your hands if you're done with the beginning stages. Learn how to use leash pressure. And if you're clicker training him, um, the food should be like behind your back, like in a bag. That's yeah. why he's looking at your hands. Mm-hmm. So he's actually not listening to you. He's watching your hands. Yep. You're so, bribing him right now. So he doesn't, he, he, it's actually, this is where people are like, oh, food builds a relationship. I'm like, frankly, when a dog is looking at the food and not at you and only cares about the food, it's actually ruining the relationship. As far as peeing in the crate, is it anxiety? It could be, if it just started happening, does the dog have um, a UTI? Or we get a lot of dogs in that have never been asked to do much. So we start asking him to do like just basic stuff and it stresses them out. So they pee and it's not like, like we're scaring them or we're harming them. It's just like, they're like, yeah, they get, they get anxious because they've never been taught um, how to work and how to work above threshold. So, um, but it also could be just like a fear-based thing, an anxiety-based thing. It could be a separation thing. It could be, there's, there's, there's numerous, numerous things you could, it, it could be. Uh, let's see. Miki. I really hope I didn't just butcher your name. I'm so sorry if I did. My dog tinkles sometimes when I put his training collar on or sometimes leash. Why is that? Scared? Thanks. So, so hold on. Oh, so motivated sorry. to do the right thing with my dog. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. So thank you. Um, so it could be excitement. I mean, here's a great example. You said the e-collar, right? Training collar. Training collar. Leash. Okay. So how about this? Put a flat buckle collar on the dog 
and just put a leash on your dog. This is where people will say that's because the dog's afraid of, say, the training collar. This is what this is what people will say. I'll yeah. say, okay, fine. Just just keep a flat buckle collar on the dog. Just grab a leash. It could be excitement. And just be like, go and hook up the leash. Dog pisses. Okay, person. Now what's your now, now what are they gonna say? The dog's mm-hmm. afraid of a leash? No. Right. It's possible that the dog is excited. Mm-hmm. It's possible that the dog is trying to avoid the training. Mm-hmm. It's possible that the dog is trying to like manipulate you. Like dogs are really creative at manipulating humans. Um, so it could be a bunch of different variables. Next. Um, Sid said, thanks, Joelle. Get him in the saddle and see how he does, right? Love you, Jeff. So, Sid, um, I will. I have been, I've got some great riding horseback in Australia where I learned that when dogs, when, when horses get to a hill, they run run up them. Yep. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you guys tell me this shit? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, I've been giving some challenging horses when I was in Australia to ride. And um, they did it on purpose to bust my balls. They're like, yeah, we gave you the worst horse, Jeff, because we wanted to like, you know, just laugh. And then I was like, the person in front of me, I was like, how come I didn't get a riding crop? I said, give me, I said, give me that fucking riding crop. And the rest of the ride was mm. was uh, uh, just fine. Katie, Next. separation anxiety or spite, I think, for peeing. He gets taken out frequently. Yeah, I, it could be anxiety. I don't know if it's spite. I don't know if it's quite spite. I don't know if dogs are capable of spite. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to chew up this electrical cord because my owner left me alone. It's more about just like... Coping mechanism. Should, should, should fucking leave your dog uncrated. Yeah. Lisa said, it's so awesome. Handsome men and beautiful horses. Yeah. They're it's all true. handsome. I love Casey too. Yeah. <laughs> I love all the dying men. Yep. I except Jamie. I don't like Jamie that much. Why don't you like Jamie? I don't know. He's. I don't like his role just in the show. Why not? He's a coward. That's why. Is he though? Yeah. You think he is? I think he's kind of a coward. You think he is? Yeah. I do. Why is that? I don't know. I just I just don't. You think that he has had every opportunity from the minute he walked down that ranch to leave. He could. He didn't. That's what I'm saying. You So you think that's... Yeah, he says, oh, I, co- I hate it here. I hate my family. It's like, then leave. But that's cowardice? Yeah. And then he ended up turning into a good cowboy. It's like if you hate us, who are you talking about? You, Jamie, not Jimmy. Oh, oh, Jamie. oh, oh! oh There's about Jimmy. Not Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy's gone. Now. Oh, oh! Shit! If you guys haven't, sorry. Uh, no, Jimmy's fine. All right, everything's great. All right. Anyway, we're getting like way too deep in Yellowstone here. Jan <laughs> BRT been through both basic and advanced obedience. Would green to graduate be helpful to learn layering remote collar? Absolutely. Yes. Just, just for that. Like if your dog, just for that, yeah. just for that. And also you probably will pick up some tips on the obedience side. Next. Mark. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. I missed the Patreon Zoom last night for the first time in quite oh, a while. Mark. Oh, did you miss a did fucking you great one? Did you get together yet, Mark? That's he's who's working on it, right? Yeah, but he messaged me on that today too. Uh, did I miss anything unique or oh, different? Incredible. Incredible. You, best show of best the year. Yet. It was the best Zoom of the year, Mark. And it's not doesn't get recorded. You got to be there live. So, all right, guys, it is six o'clock. 
Um, it is. Don't forget. You want to do a quick little plug, guys? Get get your courses. Get your courses. We never have sales. Hold on, we have one more before we end it. Okay. Nikki said my dog. My dog is a cattle dog, nipping my kids a lot. Snaps at strangers' kids. E collar will fix that? Question mark. So training will fix that. The e collar will be a tool that will bring you incredible success in an efficient timeline. Um, it's this camera. It's this camera, sweetheart. By the way, if you wanted to be on camera, this this one isn't working proper tonight. He can come over here, though. You'll still be on here. Right sideways. Because I want. Because I kept looking at it. So, but Angela, you got a podcast tomorrow. Oh yeah. Pl- get, why don't you plug your podcast? Um. At Five p.m. Eastern Standard right, Time. Five p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Thursday, December 1st, I'm going to do a podcast on Roman and Norse mythology. Right. Ooh, Norse. And how do people see it? Uh, I actually don't know. <laughs> it's streamed on YouTube and streamed on Facebook. Facebook. Yep. Didn't we used to stream on Instagram? Nope. No. Never? Nope. No. Never? Nope. 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 Not once. And we're going to be on, we're, we're, I, I've been on Rumble for a while, but I never put together the channel but we're gonna be moving we're we're that yeah 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 so we'll be on rumble soon as well all right everybody gotta go take care of dinner and i'm sure she got a couple more freaking slaps for me too so take care bye-bye bye